Hello. Hello. Welcome <laughs> to Tarot Talk and Tea Thoughts from the Meadow. This is our we very first are- episode. We are the Meadow, the we Moon Over Meadow. Hello. And we want to start this podcast off with a reading. Well, a few readings, maybe. Readings from all of us? I don't know. <laughs> well, let's introduce ourselves a little bit. Oh, that's a good idea. And, yeah. And then we'll move into So each person will introduce themselves and give a collective reading. So at the end of Perfect. your introduction, give it, pull a card type of thing. Okay. All right. We'll start with first. the head. Yes, I was just going <laughs> to say Ariel. The I'll go first. The table. <laughs> uh, my name is Ariel Rose, and um, I am a 30-year-old, almost 31-year-old kitchen witch, kind of chaotic witch. I don't have, like, it's everything. It's everywhere. It's, it's all over the place. Um, and, yeah, here's a reading. General reading from my modern witch tarot deck. Mm -hmm. feels on point with the way everything is these days oh my goodness okay so first i've drawn the four of swords uh this is everybody needs to get some rest we're feeling very stressed and uh Life is, I mean, we're in this like seemingly endless cycle of lockdown after lockdown after lockdown, um, staying isolated from everyone. And, you know, it's just not fun and it it is taking a toll on everybody. So I think we all just need to take some time, do some self-care, try to focus a little bit closer to home, uh, focus on ourselves a little bit. And then I actually also got the hermit which is, it's a woman closing her laptop, which is like, take a little break. If you're like watching the news a little too closely, maybe turn that off for like a few days and just focus on your own little bubble. And then finally, intuition, the moon. Take a little time to meditate while you're focusing on your inner and focusing on your little bubble inside. And uh, try not to let the shadows get uh, get you. Try not to let them overwhelm you. Look at them, see them, but don't stare. Yeah, yeah, don't stare. Don't stare <laughs> like that. You could get stuck there when you stare, you know? You get in like a trench. You're like, oh. Right? <laughs> you can, you can. And then you're just like in a no bueno space. Yep. That was a good reading, Ariel. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Who's next? Who's next here? Um, I just wanted to say, because I kind of felt called to more do an intuitive read. Is that okay with you ladies? Yeah, absolutely. Of course. I know we're all about tarot, but I uh, just felt something has been coming to me without the tarot. Although a card did fall out of my deck, which is the moon, which has something to do with what I want to say anyways. Um, But before I get into the reading, I have to introduce myself also. So I'm Jessica DiBella. I am probably the oldest out here. I'm 35. Um, I'm an intuitive. I'm an empath. I am an energy reader, vibe reader. Um, I definitely, I don't even know the labels and all the words to call me because I'm just a bit of a bit of a deeper thinker. I'm not so much a surface level person. So that could go against me, but I'm a bit more deeper. I'm always 
listening or hearing the deeper meanings to things. Um, and the collective message I have is with all that's going on, um, it's dragging us down a bit. So we're kind of a bit lower. Like, you, you know, it could be a depression. It could be uh, just being isolated. Like, we're just not at our highest place. We're not in our... You know when you're feeling really good and you're in like a really good flow state? I'm not saying we can't get into that state, but that's not like a natural thing right now for the collective. We're kind of more questioning things. Like we're just not in that flow. Um, but being in more of this lower depressive state, I'm noticing uh, like what I'm feeling is coming up energy wise is a lot of the past, uh, your past or past things are coming up. Yes. And they will come up because it's familiar. They will try to bring you back. And um, even though that's happening very easily, I'm going to recommend just like to kind of add on to Ariel's reading, you know, try not to get sucked into things like the news and things that are going to keep you in that place because then mm -hmm. those familiar past things that can pull you back, um, it's easier for it to pull you back. So I just really want to recommend for the collective that even though we're feeling this and you're feeling the past to, um, to keep doing what you love. If you have a passion or a hobby, um, you know, if you do tarot, pull your tarot. If you do paintings, uh, go for a bit of a walk. Keep doing things you like to keep your vibe as high as you can so you don't get sucked into the past. Mm -hmm. I'm just feeling a lot of past things are coming up to kind of grab you back. Yes. And I think it could happen really easy right now. So that's something I'm feeling. Um, and it's okay, by the way, to explore that. But I would say to kind of keep staying in your awareness. Like, just because you're feeling like, oh, I want to go back to certain old things, doesn't mean you need to, you know? Just kind of keep, yes. try to stay in your now because uh, it could so easily happen. And if it does, don't be hard on yourself. Like, we're we're all going through this. We're going through it together. And, you know, call a friend. Talk to somebody about it. I would say talk yep. to somebody. Yes. Yeah, yes. I'll, I'll leave it from Seriously. there. But that's, that's what I had um, intuitively come. So. Good. Good intuitive read. I love that. Yeah. No, and I really agree with what you're saying. As you were saying it all, um, it was giving me all the feelies all around the <laughs> crown area. <laughs> yeah. I get the feelies, the confirming feelies. So far, so good. Two for yeah. two. Right. <laughs> yeah. I'll go next. No, but it's right. so true. Uh, it is. I'm Oops. Sorry about that. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm Kelsey Spencer, and I, like Jess, I'm an intuitive empath and a shadow worker. And yeah, I'm new to the team, I guess. And it's just, it's been awesome. And the cards right now are telling me to be careful not to absorb the energies that aren't your own, um, especially if you're an empath as well. Mm -hmm. Yes, that is, that is so true. So true. And it's so easy to do these days because the energies are so strong and negative energies are like, hmm. They're something else. They are very strong. And well, they're so the easy to take on. Everyone is very polarized too right now in many yes. aspects, whether it's on a global scale that's very polarized, a personal scale, people are very polarized because a lot of the a lot of us are waking up to our spiritual side. 
And we're grow outgrowing old patterns, old behaviors, old um, Mm -hmm. friendships that might've been toxic. So there's a lot of polarizing energies out there and it can be very confusing for the empath walking around and (laughs) soaking up all these, yeah, soaking up all these crazy energies. And so you're completely right, Kelsey. Right now is a huge, sorry, I'm getting, I've got like face goosebumps. Um, It's really (laughs) important to, to separate someone else's energy feelings thoughts from yours because that is an empath you kind of like wear it like a t-shirt when you're walking by it like comes on to your aura and you're just like like you feel like okay why am I so anxious right now all of a sudden I was having a great day five seconds ago you know yeah so true true, Kelsey yes maybe a good question to ask ourselves it's something I've been doing I actually said this today uh ask yourself what are you under the influence of if you are feeling something so say you have that anxiety or you have an anger and upset or just something what am I under the influence of what just influenced this because that question alone will bring the awareness and I know right it'll bring the awareness and it's like oh okay that shit's not mine goodbye Mm -hmm. like it's not mine you know because it's not yeah and that's so helpful that is a such a helpful trick is just to even ask yourself take a step back evaluate your situation what you're Mm -hmm. feeling and ask yourself what am I under the influence of that is a really good tip Jess because that question alone like you said will bring the awareness and then you'll be armed with that knowledge so say this is like your mom that's influencing you negatively and you can't necessarily like you love your mom you guys don't have a terrible relationship but maybe she just is always negative and every time you're around her she gives you like exhaustion and you feel really bah humbuggy all of a sudden you don't know why you can't x this person out of your life it's your mom you guys don't have a terrible relationship she's just a negative nancy you can at least walk into that next situation armed with that knowledge and do your own personal whatever you feel called to do to kind of protect your own energy while you're with negative nancy (laughs) yes it's so true yeah i like to um i do it i've learned it from a very young age this like emotional padding because um like while i am an empath i'm able to like tap into it it's not all the time like i don't feel it like when i'm walking down the street or if i'm in a crowd i'm not like overwhelmed by it um it's like this I don't know, like grounding emotional padding. Like it's like, I've got this barrier around myself and you can, you can do that too. It's just yeah. a lot of focusing on it. And then it eventually just becomes automatic. Yeah, natural. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Absolutely. All right, Robin, it's your turn. Okay. I'm Robin. Hi. I am uh, like Kelsey, a new member to the team. I am an intuitive person an empath I'm an intuitive artist Um, I'm very spiritually guided and I'm a forever student I am always learning and absorbing so with that said I'm going to pull a card I used my pendulum today that I got from the moon over meadow shop you guys go check it out and uh, (laughs) it helped me decide what cards I'm going to be using for my opening collective reading so it told me with a very prominent yes with my oracle card so yeah. angels and ancestors oracle deck the water guardian connecting with your emotions so i'm feeling like this all of our reads are very connected so connecting yes. with your emotions and really understanding what they're trying to teach you tell you warn you about your emotions are huge information warehouses and a lot of times we take them for granted and we're just like oh i just it's my period or whatever the excuse is of the day, right? 
oh it must be on its way uh, <laughs> so, it's getting close yeah yeah instead of ignoring <laughs> our emotions or um especially the uncomfortable ones we're always really quick to to celebrate the positive big area yeah. emotions and very quick to stuff down the negative ones and like karate chop them into the dark I don't want to look at you right <laughs> we have to look at them how are we going yes. to learn and grow if we're constantly ignoring and shaming parts of ourselves that are screaming to be heard because they have information like telling you a negative Nancy negatively affects you. Okay. So now I know negative Nancy negatively affects me and I need to guard myself. Your emotions are powerful centers of information. And I, we are doing a lot of ignoring them in the collective. I want to see that shit end. Yes. (laughs) Agreed. You know what? Emotions are indicators. It's literally, especially the negative, like, okay, I think I used this example in one of my blogs, but it's a negative emotion is like in your car and the light that comes up that says you need an oil change. Okay. It's literally, that's all that it is. And you might see it and it feels away. So you feel it. It don't feel good, but it's like, oh, I got to put oil in the car or the cars might break down. So just like what you said, Robin, if the, my feelings telling me negative Nancy, it's like, okay, so before I talk to negative Nancy, I'm going to meditate. I'm going to do some yoga. I'm going to make sure I'm at a really good place before I go. That way, when I'm back, I'm not completely drained. In fact, I still have some gas in the car, some oil to keep me going type thing, you know? So yeah, yeah, it's an indicator. They're all indicators. That's what they are. It's just as human beings and especially as empaths, especially empaths, we really feel. So if something doesn't feel good, it's not that it just doesn't feel good. We are like, oh, I really don't feel good. Yeah. Yeah. Or really don't feel good. Yeah. 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 So, but, and, and what you're feeling is real, but as an empath, it's so strong, but just remember, it's also, even though you're feeling it, it's an indicator. What is this telling me? Where is this coming from? What am I under the influence of? Yes. And also um, feelings pass. They always, always, always pass. I am often telling people, uh, not necessarily empaths, but um like just people that are having maybe a tough time feeling their emotions or feeling their feels um, that you have to feel it instead of like thinking about why you're feeling it or like yeah. trying to stop feeling it. Like, mm, don't when, stop, you're right. Oh, trying to stop is like really hard, but like yeah. sometimes we're like, Oh, like I'm feeling sad because of this and this and this and this, but you're not thinking like, um, how am I feeling sad? You're not listening to your body, like where, right. where in your body you're feeling that emotion. Yeah. And yeah. when you do that, when you like identify that, it helps you feel it and helps you process it faster. And then afterwards, after you feel that emotion, then you can think about it logically. Yeah. Like, oh, I was feeling sad because of so and so. Like, yeah. Oh, that made sense. And then yeah, you have to feel it in order to release it. You know, yeah. uh, emotions, it is actually energy in motion. It's energy mm-hmm. in your yes. body. They're vibrations. You feel them and they need somewhere to go. Energy is always moving. In fact, everything's moving. You, you can't see it, but like, you know, if you put a microscope up to your wall, there's yep. things moving there. Everything's moving. It's Everything. got to move. If you feel it, it will dissipate. If you don't, it might get stuck, it might get stagnant, and it might get stuck with other feelings that you keep, you know, not letting go, especially if you don't want to feel it. Yes. Just feel it. Even the ones that don't feel good. Yep. Just feel yep. it. Because feel too, it. like if you're ignoring things and you're pushing things to the side, it is yours. 
-hmm. It is your uh, thing that you're, you're feeling that is trying to relay information to you. So if you shove it to the side, where is it going to go? It's going to go somewhere in your body. And then Mm -hmm. now your body is feeling the emotion you ignored, whether that shows up in ulcers, back pain, uh, chronic, uh, like, oh, my, my, my joints just seem to be really rickety. I need oil, right? You need oil. (laughs) So like, like, if you're going to ignore certain aspects of yourself, it's going to, it's not going to go away. It's only going to manifest itself in some other form within your body. So it's very important. Yeah, it's so true. It's so true. I remember I used to work at this uh, job. I'm going to leave their name out because obvious, obvious reasons. Um, But they suck. Um, (laughs) (laughs) They're like um, uh, a health food store or like an organics food store, but not the big one you're thinking of, like a little, a little itty bitty one. Um, And they did. Oh my God. I'm getting like heated just thinking about it. PTSD from the experience. (laughs) Legitimately. They would say, like, you have to work really hard to get your full-time hours. And they kept these full-time hours on this pedestal and expected you to come in on your days off. They expected you to stay late. They expected you to do things that were not in your um, job description whatsoever. Um, I was, like, starting to get close close to uh, getting my full-time hours. And then somebody had gone in the bathroom and, uh, let's just say, made a horrible mess. And my manager expected me, a lowly part-time cashier, to clean up this mess. And when I said, uh, no, that's a biohazard. I do not get paid enough money money for this. She was (laughs) like, okay, you're, well, you can't get your full-time hours for that then. And I got demoted and I was like, okay, cool. Time to start looking for another job. And then what do you know that, um, I don't even know if I should say their name, the one where we all met together, right. <laughs> the, the, the sex toy warehouse. Yeah. I found that, that job. And then I was like, yeah. peace. Yeah. yeah. Bye. Yeah. Bye. I actually didn't say anything. I just didn't show Deal up for, for days. Sweet. Yeah. Nice. going to go nice. get in with the dicks over here. <laughs> uh, leave you dicks for some new dicks. Right. Some better dicks. Dicks yeah, of better all dicks. kinds of colors. Some ones that are flexible. Right, more flexible. Flexibility. <laughs> They'll stick around. They got proper suction cups. Yeah, suction. <laughs> uh, it was so fun. Honestly, it was, it was a fun job. It's a fun that job. was a fun job. I tell everyone it was a fun job. Like it was, it was great to not take things too seriously. And you know, I I've had the discussion too many times. I hope I don't want to get too off topic, but I've had the discussion too many times of how certain jobs, like they're just jobs, guys they expect a lot of you and it takes from who you are and don't, yes. you know, I'm so happy Ariel that you said no and I'm happy you got demoted and I'm happy you didn't show up for work because right. don't, don't do something against what you would like, you know what I'm saying? You wouldn't do that. And you're not, you're not, you don't get paid. And it's like, this is a job. No, exactly. you have to pay somebody else to do this. Exactly. You know, don't get caught up in that stuff. These are just jobs. Yes. They're not your life. You know, if something right. happens oh. to you, you will be replaced yeah, I have you know, to tell you, or you replace yourself, whatever you got to do. Yeah. I have to tell you that rang so true for me just now because I, like you guys know, I recently just quit a job. Um, also, won't mention any names. The experience <laughs> was great. Like, I loved my boss, he was a wonderful person, blah, 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 blah. 
um, I was like the first employee. So it like, uh, was sentimental to me. Like, and I like, Oh, like a true empath. I took things on too personally. Like I really like this job, not career job was Mm -hmm. all of a sudden to me, it was like my baby. Like I felt sort of like obligated to the place. Mm -hmm. My boss and I became really good friends. I was his first employee and I found myself getting taken advantage of by a really nice person. And so nice people can take advantage of you too when they, when they get used to your being a yes man. So if you're always a yes man, yes, 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 yes. For this job, you get paid peanuts for they're just going to keep tacking on responsibilities and exactly uh, and i unfortunately like ariel you had your aha moment with the toilet you know how many pieces of poo i picked up off the floor at my old job oh no so much so many (laughs) too many too many poop pieces i'm not gonna lie i've always been against that i've always but it's an airbnb like i am the cleaner that is my job that was the difference between ariel and me you wouldn't believe they don't own the place so they don't care here's the thing an airbnb Mm -hmm. is supposed you're renting someone's home yes okay so why would you shit on the floor and then (laughs) leave it for them Able do you know how many tips I got in the four years I worked there? You know how many tips I got? I got three tips. Three? I was hoping you were going to say a bunch. Do you know a $5 tip, a $20 tip, and a $10 tip? Do you know how many poops I've picked up? Don't tell me. 437. Do you know oh how many? <laughs> do you know how many times? God, poop tally. Um, how many times the poopers were the ones who left me a fucking tip? Zero. Zero. I know it's zero because if they did that, they're not leaving tips. They're not the type. Yeah. You but you know tell. what's even crazier is they. A lot of our clients right now, because of COVID, are from my city. So do you know how many? And you know when people book at an Airbnb and you have access to the calendar, you can see their face. So do you know how many times I see their nasty little faces around town and I'm like, you should be embarrassed. You should be you, ashamed you of yourself. You're a goddamn pooper. You're a pooper. Fucking <laughs> pooper. Yeah. Uh, oh, I, I remember why I brought up that job now, though. Right. The energy trapped. Oh, my God. Like, yes. <laughs> yes. You just let me release some energy. Did you guys feel me releasing all my questions? <laughs> That's so good. Release it. Um, when I was working at that place i almost said the name i was really close I know. To saying it there. <laughs> <laughs> when i worked at that at that store i actually had what i thought was an ulcer like i went and yes. i saw doctors about it and it i mean it ended up turning out that i had too much like my stomach was too basic so like taking the ulcer medication was just making it worse but oh. somehow as soon as i left that place i have never had that problem again right because you're you were pushing those emotions that you had for that job aside because you needed the job so that manifested somewhere else in your body if you were going to ignore how not good this place was for you it's manifesting somewhere else and that's what happened to me too ariel it was like i had neck pain and my shoulders were tightened up and like i was always so like tight i couldn't like i i would bend down for things at work and i'd be like like an old lady i'm 32 so yeah. I, and then the day I quit, I sent my resignation letter. And then all of a sudden I like, I had full range of motion of my See? neck. My See? spine started loosening up. I was like, oh my God, I'm super bendy. Oh, look at me. <laughs> look at me. <laughs> oh my God. No, it's Everything true. And you know, for everyone, it's true for everybody though. Like everybody has probably 
uh, not realizing that something about them that's not good, like everybody has something they would say, oh, this, you know, even your skin. I've had, um, yes, I've had eczema. Acne. Yeah, I've had eczema for stuff like, so just to everybody, if there's something about you that's not well, you know, check into what you are pushing aside, check into what you are stuffing down. It, it may very much be related. Yeah. Yes. Checking yeah, in with sure. herself mm-hmm. is super important. Kelsey, what about you? Have you ever had a job that you were like? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was just going to say that I have chronic pain and almost all of my pain is like from jobs. Okay. Um, And uh, like, you know, injuries I had at the job or whatever. Uh, I'm hypermobile too, which doesn't help. But but yeah, it's like um, if something is like not in alignment with Mm. you, it's difficult. Like the last job I had, uh, I really liked the job, but it was very physically taxing and I would have stuck it out for a while, even though it was, you know, resulting in injury because I liked the people so much. But when COVID hit, like, you know, it changes everything. I find like so many people I know in my life have been forced to change course because of this pandemic and in the end it, it worked out because I'm here with you guys yeah. but like yeah it, it was shocking at the time yeah you know I think um I think too a lot of people we really attach to jobs uh I've I, I wish people wouldn't though I wish people wouldn't yeah. I um I've always had a bit of a shitty attitude when it comes to jobs I have a, I have a really good work ethic by the way, but when it comes to jobs, expecting certain things, I've always, Mm -hmm. I've always questioned like what's more important. So, you know, if a job is requiring something that goes against you and like what you're about, uh, I've always had the attitude, this is not for me then. And I've always had the attitude I can find like, I'm, there's nothing wrong with me. I can find something else that's more a match. And I yes. really want to urge people to find a match. You don't have to just do a job and be yep. miserable in it and then be manifesting these things in your body and in your life because, you know, because you need money. Yes. You know, you know Jess, you are hitting the nail on the head. Sorry to interrupt you. I just had to say you are right on it. <laughs> no, it's true though, because we're a bit, you know, we're a bit of a slave to money. We are. Uh, We want to live a certain life. Um, And I'm not saying these things are wrong. I'm just saying to find something that's a bit more for you, because if you're going to be spending a a, a chunk of your day here, okay, that's a chunk of your vibration, a chunk of your energy, a chunk of like, how are you going to go home to your family, to your kids, to your fur babies? How are you going to go home to them after a job that you don't like? Right. It's not, it's not worth it. Yeah. And then your temper ends up being short or, you know, you're, you just end up being like sad or, you know, you're just like not all there. This is just a job job. Like it's just, yes, it's just a job guys. And let me tell you when it's the right path for you. No. Okay. I'll say this. Okay. So before I moved back home to Ottawa or wherever I am, question mark, question mark. uh, (laughs) (laughs) I was an addictions counselor uh, for um, a little while. And it was like the most fulfilling job, career. I just, 
I loved every moment of it. I loved everybody I got to meet. I loved every experience. I loved every one-to-one counseling session. I loved every story I heard. It was exhausting emotionally and physically. I ran a lot of sweat lodges and different ceremonies. I did a lot of one-to-one sessions. I helped a lot of people. And it was just so emotionally fulfilling that even when I was exhausted and I went home after, I was still energized to go to the park with my kids. I was still energized to make dinner. I was still energized to try to spend time with my husband at the time who was, had his face in a computer, but that was neither here nor there. I still have the energy (laughs) to go and spread my love around my family and even to myself because I was filling myself up all day long at the place I loved being helping people you know so so when my son got diabetes his needs were far more than uh, my ability to work was so he he needed a lot more of my attention so unfortunately I couldn't be there anymore and I've had to go through different jobs right and so then I've been beat down and exhausted through these different jobs not even through caring for my son which is around the clock care it you know I get the comment a lot like you know, I, I'm surprised you're not a nurse already, or you're like, you just look so great. Why aren't you, why isn't this so much more stressful for you? Or, you know, when I'm explaining things to people uh, who's going to care for him while I'm gone for the yeah. evening or whatever, which isn't often, yeah. uh, they look at me a little bit overwhelmed. And I'm like, should we do this in three parts? And then like in a month from now, I'll get a babysitter. And that's usually what happens. But, uh, you know, like, I I get the comment, like, why are you not more exhausted when it comes to his care? But I'm more exhausted since I've been um, doing jobs I don't like. But not just doing jobs I don't like, becoming too loyal to the job that I don't like. That isn't that, like, there was no room for me to grow. I'm the type of person, if I can grow and climb in your company, then I have a purpose in this company. I see movement, direction, and I feel good. But the biggest kicker for me was realizing where I belonged and what I wanted to be doing with my life. And I got to know that at 23 years old, that I had that career at 23 years old and then my son's health issues. And now I've met you ladies and it's like coming full circle, you know? So taking the break from this path to really care for my son and, and care for myself and my daughter and like kind of focus on that was a beautiful blessing in disguise, but yeah. at the same time, it was heartbroken in the moment to leave that job. Yeah. But like you said, Jessica, at the end of the day, things come full circle and eventually it comes back around. And just like how uh, Kelsey made the comment and you have made the comment so far in this podcast of how it hurt in the moment, but it like, it all comes together now that we are all sitting here together. Yeah. You know, I didn't know yeah. last year, this time last year that I would have met three most amazing, beautiful, big spirited women who are like-minded as me, but so different that I'm like learning from you guys as well. It's not like we're all so the same that there's no growth to be had here from the four of us connecting. And I just really thought that um, how it all happened was really great. And this time last year, I would not have thought that. So that that we would be here. I mean, right. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like we're trained from literally toddler age. Um, to, you know, make our whole life about, about work, about work. And because we ask little kids, they're like five years old. And we're like, what do you want to be when you grow up? Yeah. And mm-hmm. that never sit right with me. I remember my parents were doing like taxes or something once. And I was like, oh, I don't know if I can grow up because <laughs> <I don't, laughs> like that doesn't seem like life. 
Yeah. I don't know if I want to do that. <laughs> right? Yeah, no, it's, and it's, it's like true. they push us into this, you know, school, like it's just all day. Peter Pan had most it right. of your time, right? Like you're spending most of your time there and they're kind of training us to yeah. be little oh, soldiers, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah so that never felt right for me. The school yeah. never felt right for me. I'd like, yeah. when I was little, it was fun because I got to go and play and like, yeah. yeah. But eventually when I started getting down with school, math. yeah, then I was like, they were like homework and I was like, mm, no. And then my mom was like, my mom was like, oh, art homework. Yes. Oh, building a diorama. Yes, I'll do that. Yeah. They're like, okay, we know this like eight year old didn't make this like work of art. And my mom was like, I don't know. She's a prodigy. Oh my God, that's so funny. That's so funny. <laughs> See, for me, growing up, school was my sanctuary. I didn't have a fantastic home life. So I have a totally opposite perspective of you guys. I loved school. I hated homework because like when I was done school, I wanted to be done school. I didn't want to be in my house for any length of time. I wanted to be far, far away from it. But um, so the homework aspect of things was like devastating. But being at school, engaging with other people, talking about stuff that had nothing to do with what was going on at home, that for me was like, so I do not share that experience with you guys unfortunately i, I do get that for me. to some degree yeah oh, like i, I didn't want to be at home necessarily yeah. but i didn't want to be doing the like i didn't want to sit in a classroom and mm-hmm. do the work i just wanted to be like hanging out with my friends or like playing outside or just yeah yeah doing well, anything i had a good outside. core group of friends at school too who like oh, really made the school day fun as well as like in class like of course there are certain subjects I was like devastated about but I mean in general I preferred to be at school I preferred and I didn't get great grades I'm not talking like I pushed myself into school and I was like this great academic I struggled a lot in school I just would rather be struggling at school than struggling at home and focusing on all that school stuff was so much of a relief and yeah. then also I was super artistic right so I I really enjoyed art class and I got a lot of like praise at school that I didn't get at home that felt really great but no yeah. you know what I know other kids that oh sorry 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 Kelsey. no you go ahead oh no it's okay go ahead oh my god you guys. I was just saying I'm glad that you had a, a safe place Robin yeah yeah And this isn't to say that my home life was always awful, right? But when it was, it was. And so, but it felt great. I just always really liked being at school, personally. (laughs) I feel like a nerd without being a nerd, you know? Like, my grades do not reflect nerdism. (laughs) You're borrowing my glasses. (laughs) I just like being there, okay, guys? I wasn't really smart or anything. I just liked being there. Yeah. I know know some kids that are like you, Kelsey, that... um, it's like that kids, some kids need school um, for that safe place. Yeah. Um, I feel like, I guess I'm, I'm a little bit of both. Um, when I was a little kid, I had a pretty safe home and a good home. Uh, and I liked being in school. I just didn't like doing what I didn't like, if <laughs> that makes sense. So there was yes. some stuff at school I really liked. And I always yeah. liked the social aspect of it. Like, I, I love connecting <laughs> with people. I love hearing their different opinion. Like, that's what I like. Um, and I liked learning about, yeah, I liked art. I was very fascinated by different religions. I went to Catholic school. But, yes, me um, too. I liked when we talked about different religions. I liked hearing about all of it, you know, but, um, you know, the things I didn't like was 
that I was being kind of like graded and my value was determined on if I retained the information they taught me. I think I, I didn't like that. I just felt yeah. like, but that's not accurate to say that that's who I am. Like if, like, yeah. you know, so yeah. if I have a grade, I didn't get good grades either because I just, I guess in my heart, I'm just like, you can't tell me that this is who I am, <laughs> you know? So, yeah. <laughs> um, right. I didn't care, but if I did care, there was some stuff, like I remember, I specifically remember doing a project on wolves and I really found like researching them so much fun. And like, I got a really good grade on that because I liked it. But then, you know, yeah. if I'm told to do algebra, I'm just Ugh. like, no, I don't want to do this. And I got, I didn't get a good grade. And it's like, okay, yeah, like, you know, I, yeah. I don't want to do this. So um, for me, it was definitely a little bit of both. But I do know kids where... Uh, they live close by to me, you know, like going to school is their place to get away from their family because they don't have yep. the best family. And it's not, I don't fully know their situation, but sometimes it's even just that like, it's not a positive environment. Like people don't yeah. say good things to the kids. And then you're yeah, right, it doesn't like, mean horrible abuse they, has to happen. Right, right. But some kids just like, there's someone there that says something nice to them, even good morning in a nice voice. Like some, you know, some parents out here, mm -hmm they're so stressed and they're even kind of mean to their kids. You know, they don't yeah, smile yeah. when they talk to them. They don't say they love them. They don't, so they, the kids don't feel valued. And at school, they feel some kind of yeah. or connection there. So yeah. it, it's truly a thing. It really is. Um, and, you know, I do hope for the future that the schools will evolve with kids. I think that's the biggest thing that I, I don't really like with our school system is that, it's it hasn't changed much but it's like humans have changed and our world has changed yeah, well you know yeah. what i will say this jessica they changed a lot i had to get a fucking twitter to understand homework okay <laughs> oh i went in grade six and i had to get a twitter account so i'm like what <laughs> oh my god just uh, just wait wait until my kids are in high school it's gonna be a, like a whole different ball game they had, like a <laughs> they had like updates in his preschool like my oldest when he was in preschool they had like uh, an app that you could get that was like hi mama an app. and oh, yeah and they give you like an update and sometimes you'd get a picture and they'd let you that's know like so what cute. they had for snack that day and I was like, this is the best. Can you imagine like times before this? You're giving me anxiety. <laughs> it's true though. No, it's true. I'm so glad I don't have a toddler right now. I have to download an app to see what they're doing at snack time. I will lose it. <laughs> with the apps. I'm glad that there's more um, like awareness of neurodivergence though, because yes. like, I yes. was, you know, definitely ADHD and I didn't know it until I was like 25. So, you know, there weren't supports and it's like, yeah. I don't know, it was hard because I was like bullied at school too. So oh, for me, yeah, yeah. it was that, you know, it wasn't a safe place. And I also felt like I was lagging behind people, even though I was an intelligent kid because yeah. of the grading system. Like you said, Jess, like it made me feel like it, it reframed my yeah. perception of myself because mm -hmm. they were telling me that this is what intelligence is which right? is not and I was like oh okay I guess I'm not there's yeah. so many different forms of intelligence right. it's not all about reta retaining information doesn't make you intelligent it makes you a human book yeah so let's just open up human book number 437 uh class of 2020 and see what right. they retained 
you know exactly to know these things like i don't need to memorize the dates of things and who needs to know that the mitochondria is the powerhouse of the cell who needs to know that (laughs) can i all tell you i never thought it seems so important (laughs) let me tell you guys this though okay so i i i can't believe i'm about to have the schools back but let me just tell you i never thought i would have to use ratios in my life or you know any of the diabetes math that I am using now to try and find the carb factor oh, for true. a fucking fruit. And here I am. Here you are using it. Doing right. No, listen, it's not like all bad, guys. It's not no, all it's bad. Not. It's not all bad at all. There is just certain aspects that, yes, you know, that could definitely it's change. kind of bad that it's bad. Like, you know, <laughs> I and they are making changes. I'm not saying they're yes, not, because that would be uh, like wrong of me. It's just... Uh, for my for my kids too who have been diagnosed with ADHD and I have undiagnosed ADHD but they definitely got it from me it's it's me but it's a thing where it's just I have a hard time when I was talking about certain things not changing it's kind of like it's hard for me to sit in one spot for a very long time and told to do something I don't want to do that's where it's hard um, where it's like someone like me might need some breaks, but you know what they, the school is changing. Cause like my kids, they do allow them breaks. Like they understand, you know what? Yeah. They need a break. They can't sit for an hour straight and focus on something that they don't want to. So they can maybe sit for 15, 20 minutes, get some work done, take a little breather. Mm-hmm. Right. So they are, they are, they are changing. I feel like it's a little bit slow, but yep. you know what? That's, I, I can't tell people, you know what I'm saying? I can't tell people how fast to go or what needs to change. Right. Um, it, but it is, it is changing slowly but surely. But I just think the way the school system has been, it's such an old system for an old world in the sense that it's like, it's like a training center. It's to train you to yes. do work. Yeah. That's what school was initially for to begin with. And they just added math to it and added like, <laughs> science and added right, they added, added history and added geography and added exactly. yeah, they just broke yeah. it up a little bit made it sound like it was worth your time but yeah. here's the thing um like for my kids school I have to say I was very surprised uh like pleasantly surprised with my kids schools they both go to catholic school and they have in every single class they have a designated corner And outside of the class, they have a special classroom that's like for kids who are having moments any at any time of the day. You don't have to be um, a child with any sort of special needs. You just have to be a human being who's overwhelmed in this moment. And you're able to go to this uh, sensory corner. And I forget what they called it, but it has all kinds of sensory toys, different kinds of books, weighted blankets, dry erase board. It's just a perfect little nook for uh, any kid who's. That's so cr- like emotionally distraught, <laughs> having a bad day, uh, having anxiety. Like they recognize yeah. in the Catholic school system that there is a need for a break. Like you just said, Jessica, yeah. there's a need for a break. I just wanted to say, like, I'm glad to hear that your school is doing that because mine is too. And I was wondering, I'm like, is this in more schools or is this just my two kids schools that they go to happen to be very well funded and yeah. can afford? to make these safe spaces for children to take a break from the classroom. And even right now with the mask, they have uh, mask breaks. So if you're feeling like you just can't do it with the mask today, you yeah, get to go socially distance 
but there's another corner for you to have a mask break and it's called uh I forget what they called it like it's like airtime or or mask free time or something to do with like you know unblocking my airway <laughs> yeah <laughs> so get kids with sensory issues. To just breathe. yeah right I thought that was pretty cool too so while it's happening excruciatingly slowly and it's all funding based it is it starting is. to happen where they're changing it yeah. um and that's very promising i just wish it would happen faster because humanity itself we're evolving and our thought frames and the way we perceive different things have changed so drastically and so quickly mm-hmm. and far faster than the school system supporting these type of minds growing yeah. up is yeah. changing it's just not matching the speed yeah i think yeah. that's what we notice like we notice the uh the space like we notice that we're here and that the school system but they are but you yeah. know they're coming along um and you know it, it's and it's like you said too, money. We're kind of a slave to money. So if the schools yeah. aren't being funded properly. Right. Because my not... school does have funding as well. But I've noticed in the areas that they don't, they don't have it. In fact, I was nope. talking with a friend. My old school doesn't have as much funding as they used to. And she told me what it like the teachers there, they don't like their job. They nope. don't like kids they and you know it's just like because they don't have funding they don't have supports and it's kind of like a mess and you're right the money thing is it's an issue it is all around not even just yep. what we were talking about earlier but just mm-hmm. like in the school yep. system too so um yeah it, that's you know it's unfortunate but I do think things will continue to catch up because I think yeah um, any system in place that isn't caught up, they will notice the systems that are doing things. And yep. say, oh, well, the results, that's how it'll happen eventually. It's mandatory okay. now. It's no longer an right. option. Everybody has to have, it's like when Ford yeah, came right. in and said all, uh, like now he got an eye opener about the old age homes and the lack of AC. Now it's mandatory. All old Good. age homes have AC. Good. So like, yeah. just as an example, right? Yeah. yeah. Like, when you see the evidence, and it cannot be ignored. And first of all, okay, wait, let me just back up and tell myself to shut the hell up because the evidence has been out there, actually. Yeah. Never mind. No, the evidence has been out there. It should already be mandatory that there's these sp- safe spaces for children to take a break from whatever's overwhelming them of the day. Or, you know, I think all schools should be able to have that. Yeah, really I definitely could have used that. <laughs> me too. Notice <sighs> that I think that. Um the way we have been so mental health is becoming way more recognized yes. as as physical health has been but i think the thing as well is that physical health or what you're seeing on the outside the surface that's yep. been a big part of the focus opposed to and I, I think mental health hasn't been as recognized but i do think now yes it's really being recognized that it's like this is a big deal like this is actually the root cause of like yep. the other stuff physical ailments right so yeah. I think um yeah, I think it's showing now it is coming now people are recognizing you do need these things like you you right. need them and they are going to make it mandatory it's happening it's happening slowly but surely and you know I know we all want the best thing and what's right but we have to know as well that these things do take time yeah, it just oh, for sure to change certain systems over even when systems are better the change itself can be hard for people because 
you know, we're, yeah. we're creatures of habit. We kind of, yeah. especially the older generation, they want, they like keeping things the way they are because they, yes. they notice it worked for them. Like there's nothing wrong with me. <laughs> so whatever, whatever, but it's like, well, there is something wrong with you. And you know, this is where <laughs> we're at now. Listen, <laughs> we're all imperfect. If yeah. there's something wrong with me, there's sure as hell is something wrong with you because you created me. So right. it's like, they're not updating their education, or, right? They need right. to update their education. Yeah. Their yeah. own education or like when they when i when you see those like old pictures of um car seats from like the 50s that are like straight metal i was gonna say (laughs) wait there's there's car seats in the 50s (laughs) there were basically a shopping cart seat in your car um and then and then uh like the people that grew up in that age are like well we made it out just fine and it's like well you did yeah you did You did. That there were many out. people who did not anecdotally it's almost like other people died yeah, yeah. it's almost like you yeah. aren't the only person in the world yeah. i find people <laughs> do this too with um they'll say similar stuff with like the way they were raised or whatever like yeah oh like i was hit but I'm okay. Nothing's wrong with me. I know. What are you? What are you? (laughs) Are you though? It's so true though. You want to know something? I was raised that way. And you think it's so funny when people say like, even my mom has said stuff like that. All Like she's like, well, I did this to you and there's nothing wrong with you. And I'm like, mom, there's a lot of things that are wrong with me. And you know, I struggle. I struggle yeah it's like you know and I'm here now aware of them trying to correct them and I'm not trying to put blame people are you know our parents they did the best they could with the frame that they were in but it's like they also need to not deny the fact that everything even us okay everything we do has an impact it has a result like it it causes an effect right it causes something and we need to not turn a blind eye just because you don't see it and just because you don't see it right away you know if you were to eat super clean and healthy for a day okay nothing Mm -hmm. might happen you do that for a year and watch what happens and opposite eat like crap for a day nothing you, you don't gain anything cool, but then eat like crap for a year. Things will eventually show if you see it or not. Yeah. Yes. You know, if you see it or not, but eventually exactly. it will, it will show. It will. Good metaphor. Yep. That is so true. That is so true. And um, we all have a tendency to, when we're like faced with things that we have done in the past that have been like uh, less than good or um, something that we're ashamed of, where like we automatically get defensive. Or like, don't bring that up. We're like, you, you don't understand where I'm coming from. Exactly. Yeah. And while that's understandable, what's also understandable is that you are a different person now. Yeah. Like, yeah. you're not going to behave the same way. And the way that you acted then was um, it's still a true. of something. <laughs> it yeah. still happened. But it was like, there's a reason for it. And it's not, it's likely not even your fault. Like, look at how... Look at how our like the previous generation was raised. It wasn't very yeah. great, honestly. Nope. There was a lot of um, neglect from parents because oh they God, were yeah. they were going through war, right? And then the ones before that was like the depression and war. So you know we're all generation by generation getting better and better and better. Like um, I, for example, my childhood was not 
wonderful it was not all sunshine and rainbows there was a lot of like my mom is very um unmaternal mom if you're listening i'm sorry but uh it's true (laughs) true. true. you weren't very momish you weren't very momish and and she would say um like oh god i hate kids but you're okay though and like you know you feel that like oh thanks like okay okay cool um and you feel that i'm special question mark maybe like uh, i'm I'm okay (laughs) anyway just okay um, mom like right just okay like and she wasn't very loving or anything you're tolerable ariel (laughs) tolerable (laughs) but that came from somewhere yeah like yep she's the youngest of five kids maybe she just didn't get that kind of love that she was hoping for or something or maybe maybe that's just the way she is i don't know, I don't well, know. Something, happened but for sure. something probably happened something and happened. uh maybe she's just one of those like child-free individuals that ended up getting talked into having children which is uh, i'm pretty sure what happened but uh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> very common uh, it is very common. It is very so, common. I would make sure tell to... my daughter, no, it's not a need. Like if ever I'm like, oh, you'll understand one day when you have kids or if you become an auntie, I always make sure because you know what? You're so programmed to exactly. say that line. Yeah. Yeah. Like when you have kids and then I catch myself after I say it every time to remind her, like, you don't have to have children, you know? So like, a, or if you become an auntie or yeah. Or if you love a kid, if there's a kid or in if your you life love that a kid, you love, yeah. yeah, because you'll know when you love a kid because you don't have to be even the parents exactly. or you know what i'm exactly. saying exactly like, you don't have you to be family yeah. you'll you could be like chosen family 100 yeah. percent. Exactly. yeah exactly. like oh my god okay my my eldest was like um i i'm just sad because i want a daughter and i was like oh my god you're so <laughs> cute and we had to talk about like uh familial relationships and like how who is who is who he didn't really understand what a mm-hmm. daughter was and i was like you're like you're a son and if you were a girl you'd be a daughter and it's just like what and if i have another <laughs> child it w- and it was a girl she would be right? your sister she- not your daughter your exactly sister. your sister <laughs> so it's like we went through all of that and he's just like out the window oh. i don't know if any of it stuck but it was so cute i just i'm sad because i want a daughter oh my son always talks about when I become a father and my daughter always talks about if I become a mom I'm adopting otherwise I just want to be the cool aunt that's what she always says that was me and I love that yes yeah that was me 100 yeah. i was like i was forced to be against parent. having kids mm. no yeah. no one should be forced no you have to come to that wanting exactly. on your own otherwise you get a lot of parents who are not maternal <laughs> exactly my mom you know my because mom. They, didn't want, yeah. they didn't want to be a parent so then that shows in the way they're parenting you yeah you exactly know, a lot of people oh sorry go. go ahead go i was just gonna say people go through the motions too like that's what they're expected to do yeah. you yes. know and yep that's what I was 100%. just going to bring up that I, I also think it's not, uh, I have never, well, I hope, I, I don't remember. I don't ask people like, oh, when are you going to have kids? I always say like, oh, do you want to have kids? Because, uh, right. or just more of a, an open question because I've noticed something that I haven't liked in general, not just with kids, but that like, 
everybody's kind of doing the same thing. And like, it's like, we think this is what we're supposed to do. And I always use the example. This is just my little example. I always say to people that like, we're supposed to go to school and go to university or college, get a career, get a husband or wife, uh, get a house, have kids, retire, get old together and die. And it's like, but but why? You know why though, Jess? Because the system around us is set up to support the couple, the marriage, the system that right actually that. Written, is supporting yeah. the traditional family, yeah. right? Yeah. It's and not right supporting the that. single person. Yes. It is you're starting right to that. now, though. We're it starting is. to see it different is. options now, though. Yeah, it is. I just, I've always thought it's weird that, like, that's what we call normal. And if you're not doing that, it's like, you're not normal. Or, like, there's They're wondering wrong. your mental health. Yeah, right? and it's like, you know, even... So in this point in time, like I'm single and Mm -hmm. I do not like when people ask me, why are you, Yes, I hate. why don't you have a boyfriend? And I'm like, I don't want a boyfriend. Why is that uh, so necessary? Because again, because people think you're supposed to do stuff. And the people that ask this, they are the ones that I'm talking about that think, oh, things are supposed to be this way. I had, Mm -hmm. I had a lady ask me, she was at my sister's house um she was sitting beside me we were having a meal and she looked at me she was drinking her wine and she's like oh so like are you dating how come you don't have a boyfriend and I'm like you know I'm not and I said right now I'm actually really working on myself because I noticed that um the type of relationship I want it's going to require me to be leveled up and I said so I'm working on myself and you know what this bitch did she's like this oh and she turned around and drank the wine and started talking to someone else. And I didn't, I, my ego didn't get offended by it because sometimes I know right away what kind of person asked me. It's like, yep. you're just a typical yep. Jane. So you think I'm weird, but I think you're weird in your unhappy marriage and in your yes. unhappy relationship. Right. That's completely unfulfilled. Like, I'm sorry. So I didn't mind that it happened, but it's just, it was so funny because yes, I'm weird. Right. You know, right. people, people don't understand like how I actually no, I'm gonna take that back. That woman particularly totally understood how rude she was being. She brought the wine up and like strategically turned. She, she knew what she was doing, right? Yeah. To be extra dramatic, like, oh, you you want to be single, you're no longer right. part of my vibration. Right? I don't want to talk right? to you. It's like good, please. I was it. so happy. I when I told my right. sister about it, I laughed. Like I wasn't upset at all. Cause like I said, I recognize like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like I can see what kind of person it is asking me this. And yeah. By the way, in general, you know, since we're doing a podcast, I will put it out there. Um anytime if anybody is ever if you're ever feeling a way about something that somebody asked you or said to you, I want you to stop before you feel any of your feels. And be like, who asked me this question? And do I respect them and their way of being? Because, and I'm not saying I disrespect this lady. I'm just saying she's a typical Jane. Yeah. She's a typical Jane. So I can't be offended that you think I'm different. Because it's like, you would think I'm different. I just think there's Mm -hmm. nothing wrong with me being different. And I'm very proud that I'm I'm proud that I'm doing uh, what I'm doing. Because I, I see too many people in relationships in jobs doing they have no business life. it's like you don't even know why you're doing what you're doing you're just yeah. doing what somebody told you and when you go to bed at night you're depressed and you're sad and uh 
you know, you don't even, you might not even know why. Yeah. You might not even yeah. know why because you think you're doing everything right, but right. it's like, are you? Are you doing everything? Yeah. They, they might not even know. They, don't they know. might not even know that they're that they're sad. They might they not even know, know that this is what depression feels like. Because this don't. is what they felt like all, all their lives. They think yep. they're doing what they're supposed to do and they yep. think they should be happy. And they it's almost like they think this is life. And it's like it's, right? it's not. It's not like and you're proof that they didn't have to follow that path. And that's why they get yeah. defensive. Yes, because you're actually dismissive. Yeah, yep. I know, and and here's a little uh, hot take from Ariel. Since we're doing a podcast, if you're being mean to people, if you feel the com- the compulsion to be mean to people, look at yourself because hurt people hurt people. Yeah, you love yourself, and if you if you like are living your best life, you're not going to be mean to other people. You would not. You wouldn't so, even pull yourself out. That's yeah. Right. Check check your own habits here, yo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, Jess, I'm, I've been single for the last four years. And like, when you were talking, I resonated so much because I get the question all the time. Oh my God, you're still single. Oh my God, but you're so pretty. Oh my God, you're so single. Oh my God, but you're so interesting. How does no, how's no one interested in you? It's like, first of all, how do you know that no one's interested in me? Okay. But secondly, I'm just not in a position to be dating. I don't feel like it would be responsible of me. Yeah. to date while I feel like I have so much to work on because my track record of spouses <laughs> tells me mm-hmm. I need to do some inner work. Girl. Why am I attracting the same type of man yeah. dressed yeah. in a different outfit? I know all men are not the same. Yeah. So there's something that I'm attracting. There's something that yeah. I need to work on because I keep attracting yeah. this particular. So it's been four years. I don't have the the um movement inside me the urge the calling to start finding a partner because for me personally I would love to grow old with someone I would love to have a a, a spirit with me to walk with in this life but I need to be healthy so that I can find that healthy partner to grow with in my life I don't want the same person I've been finding so I need to do some inner work because all these people are a reflection of the different pain or the different hurts or the different things that I need to heal inside myself. I'm not going to attract someone worthy of growing old with. Yeah. If uh, like someone that I want, if I'm still stuck in whatever it is that the universe wants me to see and work on. Right. So it's been four years. I am a work in progress. And until I feel ready, that's when I'll freaking date. Okay. Sir, cross the road. One of my dad's friends came up to me the other day and he was like, Robin, and I love this man. He's so sweet. Okay. But I don't know if he realizes because he's like an older gentleman. So he's stuck in the old patterns of like what you were saying. You grow up, you go to school, you go to university, you get that job, you get that wife, you get that house, you get that kid, Mm -hmm. you get that dog, you get that picket fence, blah, 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 blah. That's just what your house, your, sorry, your life is going to look like. And so for me, I'm a single woman of two kids. I'm, I am running my own ship. You know, I've got my vehicle. I am living the the retired life on my front lawn, painting every day in the sun, you know, and he's like, where's your husband? And I'm like, sorry was there a need for one right now I feel really fulfilled at the moment working on myself in the sun barefoot doing what I damn well please yeah okay right yeah the thing is two people they want it to be like a formula they want it to make sense but the thing is you could 
you could go through all these motions and then still end up like maybe you you had your career that you always wanted and then yeah COVID hit yep now you don't have that or maybe you had a kid that you know doesn't fulfill whatever you thought your kid should yeah. be right yeah. exactly you're there are always going to be things that get in the way of this fairy tale life or just yep. this yeah. I don't know that's a good word because it's not a one size fits all that's actually mm-hmm. I was talking to a friend about that today that you know even if I okay people usually give advice for what's good for them or they talk yep. about what's good for them but they will put it onto you so if for someone yeah. else they think or they see the benefit of having a husband it's like well you should have a husband yeah right? because they and I'm not saying we should or shouldn't, but it's like, well, you should have a husband or wife. It's like, you know, yeah. uh, it's not one size fit all. It's not a cookie. It's not the same. Like, yeah, not yeah. everybody and everything is supposed to be the same. And when we can recognize that, oh, like, that's good for you. This is good for you. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. some of like out of us four. OK, some of us might be OK to go in the sun without sunscreen. And some of us need to put sunscreen. And if yeah, I were to say, <laughs> now say I don't need sunscreen and I'm like, hey guys, it's fine. Like we all look the same. Like you're going to be fine. If I tell you that advice, that's advice for me because I'm fine. Right. And then you go and get burned and I'm going to be like, oh. I get burned immediately. <laughs> Meanwhile, yeah. Ariel's a lobster by the end of the right? day. She's exactly. a lobster. And I'm like, why did I listen to you? And exactly. Because, but that's why you need to know in your heart yes. what's good for you. So for Robin exactly. to know or for me to know that like, I'm working on myself right now. And, you know, yeah. a lot of people don't understand that because they don't do that. They don't. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And we're not trained to. Either. We're not. Exactly. We're sort of trained to fit into that cookie cutter. We are. Yeah. It's like, oh, I don't want this relationship, but everyone else wants a relationship. So I'm just going to stuff that deep down. I'm going to get yeah. into this relationship and live exactly. miserably ever after. Exactly. So and, you know, and, you know, like people are always, always, always going to have an opinion. Like I, I am in a relationship and I have been in a relationship for almost 14 years now. And people used to say like, oh, when are you getting married? When, like, when are you having kids? Yada, 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 yada. We didn't get married until we were, uh, we had been together for seven years at that point. Right. And then when, when we got engaged, people were telling me like, oh, look out, this isn't going to last. Like one dude was like, come talk to me in five years and, and tell me if you're still happy. I'm like, Dude, I've been with him for seven. Like, right? What are you talking about? One second you guys are like, "Why aren't you married yet?" And then the next second you're like, "Oh, now that you're married, it's downhill." You're right. Everyone has opinions. And then people are like, "When are you having kids? When are you having kids? When are you having kids?" And then when I have kids, I have two boys, and they're like, Like, "Are you going to try to have have a girl? Are you going to are you going to keep trying? You got to have a girl, right? You got to have one of one of both." And I'm like, "Bitch, have you been pregnant? Like, right? This shit is hard to grow people." No, and it doesn't okay. even matter what their gender is. I've never yeah, understood who cares? that. Who Such knows? Who knows thing. if they're gonna be if they're gonna be boys when they're older? Like they might be, they might choose to be female, and they might choose to be neither. Like, mm-hmm. who yeah. cares? So it's exactly, like, like you don't know who they are. Exactly. I may have given birth to two sons, but I might have a daughter and a son in the future. You never know, right? Yeah. I, you never know. And also, if they choose to have grandchildren. I might have a granddaughter one day. I have mm-hmm. two wonderful nieces that I get to hang out with all the time. Yeah. And well, not so much since COVID and I miss them so much. 
I miss them. I know. I feel you, Ariel. I am the, like, I'm the type of person I always have my nieces and nephews, my friends' kids around me. And since COVID, it's been really sad because I used to be so busy visiting with my family and my friends every day. Like every day of the week, I was doing something with the kids yeah. at someone's house, do it, barbecue, something. Right. And then yeah. since COVID, it's like all that connection has stopped. Yeah right thank goodness for like video chats though it's like yeah we can still at least connect somewhat yeah 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 there's still a way guys there's still a way yeah well there's a way there's a way indeed indeed well this has gone for like about an hour and a half now so maybe we should let's do let's do a closing tarot tarot read from each of us um so i guess we can just go in the same order since okay that's right okay i'm gonna do i don't have the best relationship with this tarot deck it's fairly new but uh all right all right sometimes i get good reads from it so we'll we'll see i'm already feeling something from these two cards so what kind of that ariel pardon what are we reading right now is this another collective read or is it just a general like what are we reading oh yeah i was just gonna do like a general like if whoever's listening to this podcast like it might ring true for you if it it doesn't then it doesn't it wasn't meant for you but um i got four cards in total that popped out oh my goodness wow good reading okay 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 so this is upside down okay so we've got the wheel of fortune reversed and this is uh everybody's been feeling kind of unlucky kind of like nothing's within your power you try so 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 hard and then it just doesn't happen it just like doesn't go through and it is beyond beyond frustrating but the next card the two of wands and this is different from like a regular tarot deck this is the true heart intuitive tarot deck um this one is telling me that just be patient keep keep looking in at your own little world keep on uh doing what you're doing the wheel is going to turn right back around and you're going to see results like in no time like it's coming um and then also try not to judge yourself and others so harshly there's a lot of like disconnect going on right now uh in the world there's a lot of like polarization and um we're being exceptionally hard on ourselves and others and it's just not necessary Mm -hmm. right now what we need to do right now is look inward and look at the things that maybe we need to change some habits that we are continuing to do that are not really helping us there's a way to uncover these and fix them and bring bring some life from those ashes and you know like you can take a pile of poo and grow like a rose from it truly yeah <laughs> as you said that the empress card fell out and she's oh, holding a rose nice. <laughs> oh my god look oh, at that how did that happen the That's universe so crazy. right the, the universe just to confirm your message ariel <laughs> right just a little hey so if you're listening to this podcast, that message might be for you. And also, I love you, whoever you are listening right. to this podcast. Thank you for listening. Yeah. Um, okay, so I, okay, let's see what I got here. 
Yeah, okay, so I'm getting here and I was kind of, uh, when I was shuffling, um, the energy I was kind of trying to read is anyone listening that really was vibing with what we were saying in the sense if you're somebody that's a little bit different, that you don't want to fit in to the system because you don't naturally, you don't necessarily do all the things that everyone else is doing. If you're a little bit of the different one, um, kind of like, like us, I think we all had this, we were a little bit different. Like we noticed mm -hmm. there, we oh, see yeah. things a bit different. So um, the reading I got for you is you are a hundred percent pure and special the way you are. Um, you are complete the way you are. You do not need to fit into anything. Um, you kind of have your own thing going on and it could feel, you know, especially in our world, it could feel very, uh, don't feel like it's wrong. It might feel even like you are wrong. Like you are not enough. You are, you're not normal. Not true. You are a hundred percent complete the way you are. Take what you've got and make something of it. I'm telling you, like you will, you I wish everyone knew the power they had. If you are different, it's a power. I'm telling you, it means you're here to do something. Your magic, you're here to do something. And you have it yes. in you. Like you have something to share, especially if you're different. And you know, if if more and more people didn't comply with being brainwashed in our society and system, if they kind of tapped into, well, who am I? everybody would be this person like everyone would we all have this uniqueness about us but we a lot of us don't realize so don't worry about what everyone else is doing um do your thing like follow follow what you've got going on take what you've got and do your thing do not do not worry like you you don't know the power and the magic inside you it's like yeah. you just don't know don't like Seriously. don't worry yes. God. Yeah. good reading i was getting a lot of the same too like um to know that you have the power in your hands like you already have everything you need to yeah. be where you want to be and maybe you're just not like seeing the potential like it says here the sea of mintaka seeing potential bringing unconscious to light like you have you have the stuff right in front of you that you need yep. to get where you want to go and you just haven't seen the beauty around you and yes. the power of the energy that you have inside and that you can access. Like you're I'm just, tingly, tingly. you're always yes. growing. Like yes. always. always. And I think the key is balance, like finding a way to balance your life. Like that seems to be like, I keep coming back to that where it's like, I just need to, you know, moderation, whatever, yeah. Yeah. you know, and to be, to go with the flow of things and yes. to listen to yourself and yeah, yeah to really yeah, just boo. see everything. Yes. I love, I love that. that boo. I love that. I love that. That was also the vibe of today. Yeah. Balance. It was. Yeah. yeah. No, it's true. The balance is so helpful in finding what it is we're actually seeking because that's where you can find it when you're in that mm -hmm. balanced state for sure. Yep. So that made a lot of sense actually yeah okay and i am going to do robin here your <laughs> i was gonna say you didn't say that once like when are you gonna bring up your favorite your favorite of the i am yes. coming on to do a reading for the collective 
I'm doing a, for me, I'm going to do a mental health in the collective, mental health reading. I think we need that right now to actually. Yes. Okay. So we have the Prince of Cups and the Wheel of Fortune. So I feel like um, in general, the collective is starting to take um, charge over their emotions. They're really starting to actually take an honest look inside themselves. Uh, there's less of us turning away from what we're feeling and thinking. And there's more of us turning towards ourselves and what we're thinking and feeling. Um, the Wheel of Fortune is upright. So it's showing that on a scale, sorry, on a grand scale, like globally, the world is starting to look at mental health as something that is actually serious, mm -hmm. something that is worth the studying, something that is worth investing in, something that is worth implementing it in the school system. I'm seeing that trickling in, um, but that is just starting. So, so uh, I'm getting also the urge to say like, we need to be, uh, far more patient with ourselves. Um, when you're dealing with your mental health and you're trying to do any sort of personal growth in that department, uh, it's really, really important to not judge your path, your growth and your healing on the next person's path, growth and healing. Yes. Your yes. healing isn't going to be as fast or as slow as the other person. It's not going to look the exact same. It's not going to feel the exact same. So yes. just be gentle with yourself, uh, you know, reaching out and talking to friends, family, a stranger I found was the best for me. Um, reaching out and talking to a random stranger yeah, <laughs> and, because they don't hold any judgment over you. They don't yeah. know you. They don't know your friends. They don't know your family. You're able know, to, right. right? <laughs> so able to, to really just listen to you objectively. And I'm a huge advocate of counseling. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> I, and you know, your counselor is your stranger. And yeah, yeah. so yeah. I just, I think for overall, I'm going to pull one more card here the empress overall your garden is your own okay you have the power just to tie in what everyone else's readings were, were were saying individually you have the power within yourself to put your hands in your own garden and make those flowers grow your rose bushes grow yes. your trees grow you have to actually put your hands in the dirt of your own soil Arch that energy I just man. pulled the sun Oh, uh, I love that. Right? I feel like yeah. I should pull a random card. Mm. One more card from my OG. Oh my God, release that anxiety. Yes. Yeah. Earthing, putting your yes. hands in the dirt and really yes. just release tending that anxiety. to your own garden, your own temple. Yes. Mm -hmm. Connect yes. with your like, elements too. I think that's something that oh yes don't think about like recently I've been like fire gazing because I'm a fire sign and oh, nice. it's been like it, an instant it instantly relaxes me yeah and I don't know I think connecting with your element is a big part of that too yes oh my yes. god I did I I earthed for like an extended period of time the other day and I've just been like oh, oh. like I've always had an mm -hmm. anger issue thanks dad thanks mom mostly dad <laughs> thanks dad um <laughs> I wouldn't guess that though <laughs> I do oh my god I was very angry I've been working on it so I'm happy that it's it's not work translating is showing. Work is showing. <laughs> yes yeah. um but I was 
I haven't really gotten that mad for days until um, the weather changed and it got like back into winter and I was like seasonal depression. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. why? Yeah, but, grounding uh, is so important, man. It's so important. And I <laughs> like I'm an earth sign. I got like I stuck my hands in the dirt, yeah. like I was gardening, pulling weeds, and I've just been feeling great yeah. ever since ever since and um i just was feeling called to say it um when robin was doing her reading that uh we do offer counseling services over at moon over meadow and we are also offering um to buy a read for someone in need and if you can't if you don't have the money to do to like pay for a reading or a counseling session or something we are a hundred percent willing to work with you we will find a way to get you the help you need like we want to help you that is our goal first and foremost Mm -hmm. we just want to dedicate that like a hundred percent of our time to this so we also want to make some money at it so that we can live and not have to worry about another job we can just focus all of our time on helping people and we just really want to make it accessible exactly and we want to get you back into your power you have it in you so come and talk to us we're a safe space we have no judgments doesn't matter what you did what you do how you do it we want to talk to you and we love you regardless that's right holla at you girls we're hella fun we are hella fun we're a fun talk good laugh over here um for sure a safe space and you know we all we all have a passion for it we all we have a passion and love and an understanding that, you know, if there's more better people in the world, and I don't mean better, like better than you. I mean that you are better inside, that you are tapped into your power, you're healed, you're okay, you're good. If if there are more better people that we are healthy, mental health-wise, physical-wise, yes. the world will be better. Yes. It's, it's inevitable. Like, it has to go that way. And the world right now has a lot of stressed, sick people and yeah, they, they don't even know it fully, you know, and my mission for sure, like my mission, and I think we all share this mission is that if we can help people heal and help people be closer to their greatest version, this world and it, the, our world is beautiful. I'm not saying it's all bad. Oh my gosh. Yes. But this world would be even so much more than it is because it will be filled with high vibes, high energy, healing vibes, healing energy. And it, it, it'll spread like fire just the way yes. the opposite could spread like fire. This, yeah, I think it already is. Yeah. There's yeah. more people are waking up to their yeah. emotional bodies and their spiritual senses yes. these days than ever before. Yes. We're breaking old patterns. Yes. Yes. Well, thank you for everybody who's come to listen to our, our podcast. Um, you're with us for our first one. So woo, go you. Yay! Thank you. And thank this you has for been, being here. Thank you. Yes. This has been Tarot Talk and Tea, Thoughts from the Meadow. And as always, we love you. Stay love safe you. and take care. Yes. Yes.